Hi, I was a lot like my last girlfriend, only she never called. Welcome, everyone. Pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 197 is entitled Toxic Relationships. We've all been there. The time when we finally realize that a relationship is not going to work and is, in fact, toxic. This week, we will be going over what many people have submitted when asked, what is a dead giveaway of a toxic relationship? So pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media. And it would be great if you gave us a five star review. Jay, what is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12:15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or so minutes of the podcast and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12:15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime in Rome. I want to start off with some food talk. Food talk. Food talk. Food talk. Uh, Give me an um. Um, <laughs> we used to start off every episode with food talk, but um, so I don't know. We I don't I don't grill during the winter a lot. Yeah, because it's, who does? Well, I would like you. to, but it's I, so inconvenient for us because like down the steps, out mm, the back, like it's just not inconvenient. Be, no. I know Jay, you have your grill like right off the door of the kitchen, outside. It's great. I have shoveled to grill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's commitment. Um, but tonight, and you're going to say you'll probably never do this. All right. I sous vide a burger. Oh, I've done that. You probably say you've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I believe I did it on vacation. You were there, but whatever. A burger? Eh, maybe it was right before burger. Yeah. Or before a vacation. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Before the burger. Before I don't remember burger. that. Because <laughs> I thought, you know what? It's scary when you take it out of the sous vide. Actually, it held together really well. Uh huh. And but it looks raw. Uh you, there is a little bit of redness to it. What, yeah. what temperature? I did it one forty. Oh well, you burned it. Okay. No, <laughs> no, because because you're sous vide at one forty, which is different if you were to do you know a like cook it at you know internal temperature. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like mm-hmm. it's basically like we do a pork chop where you do it one forty. And then you just finish it. You just like sear it on either end on the. Oh, I did it on a cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. Amy like raved about it. Oh yeah, because you get pink from. It top was to unbelievable. Bottom. It was so or in your case, good. Light pink. Yeah, and so you might smell onions because I mm-hmm. I sautéed oh, yes, onions. It's probably it. me. Like it's honestly all over me right now because I, I was you know hovering over banging it, those onions know. out. Ah, they're just so good. Sautéed onions. It's mm. like one of the best. You go uh, butter. A little bit of oil to stabilize it, or what do you do? Canola oil on the burger? For sure. No, when you saute, saute. Onions, oh, you saute butter and butter and uh, olive salt. oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a mixture of salt. Yeah. What? A little salt, a little pepper. A little bit. Yeah. I've okay. never done the combo. 
I've always either done oil or oh, butter. I love, oh, I no, you got to do, so do, do both. You can't just yeah. do butter because then you'll scald, you'll right. scorch you, the butter. Yeah, because you'll it'll start to caramelize. So yeah. if you add the oil and you can, it'll it'll. You just get more good, why, more good fat. Why not too? just margarine? I don't understand. Why? Oh, Mar- margarine? margarine. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's because it's not butter. It's after you drink uh, fruit juice. I can't believe it's not butter. Oh well, because it's not. May I add to your hamburger? Do it. So, <laughs> so tonight I tried this new recipe that was in the carnivore cookbook. Nice. Uh, it was called mozzarella sticks, carnivore mozzarella sticks. Oh, tell me this, sir. I want this recipe right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> it's, it was, you, you. <gasps> Wait, can I guess? No. It's cheese. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, Christ. mozzarella cheese. Uh-huh. Okay. But <laughs> instead of, instead cheese. of breadcrumbs. Like string cheese, like like right out of the package. Yeah, string, string cheese, cheese. Right. okay. Yeah, but obviously, you know, it's not carnivore if you if you deep fry it with breadcrumbs or whatever. So Correct. you wrap it with bacon. Yes, but yes. you also wrap it with ground beef. So you take wow. ground beef and season it. And what you do is you you like create like two by three by like quarter inch things of ground beef. So that basically what you're doing is you're rolling the cheese stick in it. And and you have to seal it all up. You have yeah. to seal it all up in the ground, the ground beef, uh, or the cheese all in the ground beef. Yeah. Then you wrap bacon around you it. Cheese like pff, right out of it. It yeah. ended up happening anyways. But it, you do it in the air fry. It was only eight minutes. You do four minutes on each side. Um, so it, it's it was really easy to make. It was fun to make. And as soon as I like, and I was like, oh, mozzarella, like thinking mozzarella sticks from like Eaton Park, you know. Yeah. And as soon as I bit into, it, I was like, oh, this is a this is a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger right inside out. Cheeseburger. But I'm going to try something now that you've given I, me the idea because with the scotch eggs that i do mm-hmm. i use um the pork, pork rinds yeah. I, that's where i thought it was going uh, yep that would be wonderful. so i'm gonna egg wash i'm gonna yeah, egg, yeah, egg wash yeah. the cheese stick mm-hmm. put it do Roll the pork rind the, yeah. put it in the air fryer i think that would be fantastic we're gonna I'll, yeah i will try to have those ready for next week let's do it tonight okay no, i'll be right i back. had fun <laughs> making it and it was you know it was the first time i did it um i mean was it good it was great. Yeah. I have two of yeah. them. You know, I just have two left, but yeah. Well, that was like there's a thing out there to make bread out of chicken, and you like you grind it up a whole bunch. Like, and oh, KFC like, did that. All right, but anyhow, they're like, yeah, it's it's chicken loaf. Like <laughs> it looks like bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's chicken loaf. KFC did that with like, but they just literally used like two chicken breasts, like for. Oh, yeah, bread. like crispy, it, it like crispy yeah. bread yeah. 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 or something, yeah. Yeah. and you know this and that, and yeah. But it's like. Looks like bread. Yeah. Yeah, it's chicken. Yeah. Um, Tastes like chicken. So last week, Amy was surprised that I didn't bring up uh, the big ordeal that we went through with Maggie. And Oh. Because we went to... We, she had a reaction to amoxicillin. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I don't think I talked about it on the pod. No, did not. So I want to talk about it for two reasons. One, just to share it with the audience. You know, Maggie had an, uh, an allergic reaction to amoxicillin, the which table. was horrible. Um, it happened on day nine, you know, like it happens. No, it doesn't. Uh, she spiked a fever. We ended up at Children's Hospital. Wait, day which nine is, of the amoxicillin? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one, why you one day never finish short. an antibiotic. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, I try never to do that. Because, um, right, because like at day nine, you're like, oh, we're almost out of this. Mm-hmm. And nope, right back into it. Um, so ended up at Children's Hospital, which is the best and worst place on earth. Yep. Because uh, the care, phenomenal. Uh, the doctor that we saw, man. Just great. Especially, that's a big deal in the ER. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't always get the best of the best. Yeah, she was phenomenal. She was, she was really, really good. Uh, the ER, wow. I, man, children, especially children's ER. Factory of sadness. Ah, uh, man, dude, it is just, everything is happening. Like, every kind of person is there. 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, race, you know, uh, there's a, a teenage girl that was cussing out her parents, you I know, for, you know, for some, or, or guardian, I don't know, uh, or stranger. Sure. Uh, security was involved and, uh, it was just like, it was just a lot, but luckily we had previously gone to the Children's Express here in Monroeville. So they actually got us in there. Like they had us triaged like already. So we had, we only had to wait in the waiting room like 20 minutes, which was phenomenal because like I, I heard like four hour wait time and I was mm. like, if I have to, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could, like, I really, I would have had to like leave and take a walk, you know? Um, cause it's just, it's just very overwhelming for me, like in yeah. my brain, like in the way mm-hmm. I handle like those like loud and, and, and confusing yeah. situations. Yeah, you don't do that. Well. Um, I do not. Uh, but she, Maggie was a champ. I mean, we went through it. She obviously had meltdowns because it was end of the day, tired, hungry, blah, 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 blah. That was a long night for um, guys. But it was great. But the reason why I didn't bring it up. Is because I was already comforted by all you guys. Cause like oh. I had already mm. like talked to you guys. You guys had already like shared your comfort and I didn't really feel like the need to revisit mm-hmm. it mm. on the show because I was fine mm-hmm. at that point because we had already been through it and we already been comforted. So I'd like, and I feel like that's like a testament to what we talk about of attaching that comfort. And you know, anytime I think about that, I'm just going to think about all of our friends that came mm. alongside of us and it was awesome. So even though it wasn't awesome, but you know what I mean. Um, the, the comfort was awesome. The comfort was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I, it was fun during that during that exchange and you know that your updates and everything. Um, when we reached that point where I was like, okay, and now I can make a joke. Up until like you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get yeah, to this yeah. point where like it's yeah. like, oh, this is all business. And right, then you right, that right, point. right. Yeah, um, no, that very much is true. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, we're here now. We're on the other end of it. Uh, good weather today. We've been going on walks. Did you guys see the moon tonight? No. no I was behind the clouds huge. when I saw it. Is it still full? Huge. Yeah, it's huge. Because Maggie's going like crazy right oh, now. Like, she's just like. Rachel's stories from school. I'm or, telling yeah. you, man. Say, anybody in healthcare True, will bro. tell you. Yeah. At uh-huh. Full moon. And Maggie, the past two days has just been like. Facial pinball. Hair. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel, no, but Rachel said about a kid at school. She's like, he's sort of new. He's been there a couple months. And mind you, this is either a three or four year old. And she explains him and he's just a sweetheart. But you know, in the last, like something happened in the last couple of days and, and it's something in his brain broke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a hell of a thing to say. Yeah. She's just like, he hasn't been the same kid. Something happened and everything is wrong yeah. and it's terrible. And Maggie's just been worst. on 10 the past two days, just like all over, like bing bonging around, yeah. like just all over the place. Well, how about last week we were sitting here at the table commenting how jay you had just mowed your lawn for the first time and it was snowing when we left I on mowed wednesday snowed. yeah mm-hmm. and now today a week later it's 85, 85 degrees yep. and and Ooh. a thunderstorm warning all right yeah. i hear it's supposed to storm tonight yeah 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 i'm glad i got out and threw some discs before uh yeah, you did for the happen i i think that was one of my updates last week too so happy to keep oh man i, I took another step forward today as far as like just Mm, getting that torque happening and mm. that's awesome snapping it out it was great this is a hell of an update oh yeah, thank you i mean <laughs> what, what else do you want uh, disc golf is my life school's no. done you're on break it's, it's true yeah um, oh well, easter it, break yeah a, uh, break. a less fun update <coughs> is amy and i both had the flu it was not covid but it was take a test sure <laughs> um <laughs> But it was uh, flu that. flu symptoms, you know. And um, Amy got it before me. 
like last like a week ago today probably mm-hmm. and then i started feeling it like mm, thursday night into friday whatever she, i'm i'm much better yesterday i started finally feeling better and um but it like lingered ling yes very much and, and it included like fever chills that sort of thing but mostly it's like respiratory stuff anyway though She's still, man. Still. She, she also has an immune mm. system that was pretty wrecked yeah. recently. And right? still was going through. That's where I was going. Yeah. yeah. Like, Sorry, just, I didn't mean it. No, it's great. Story. I appreciate you chiming in on that. Like, it's true. Mm. And and she just, I hate to bring up more poor Amy suffering, but like, man, oh, man. Like, she's let's, she's had a heck of let's a, get a. Let's get a break. Heck of a 2023 already. Yeah. And half of 2022. Right. It started for you, but it really started yeah. for you guys back in like July. And the summer. The Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. It all started with uh, the, the Tesla. Tesla. Oh, the Tesla. Yeah, that was in June. Started with the Tesla, ending with uh, Maggie's <sighs> birthday. Mm-hmm. You would like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for the table, um, I could certainly go over my doctor's visit and their recommendations for me to change my diet. Uh, but we've talked about that extensively. They gave me the heart healthy 1972, uh, American Heart Association diet. Margarine. So ridiculous. Yeah. All margarine and seed oil. Pasta. No avocado. Enriched breads. Mm-hmm. Uh, high sugar, low fruit or low fat yogurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to have diabetes by this time next year <laughs> and be 25 pounds heavier at least. So we're not going to talk about that. Uh, but I do want to talk about the fact that Saturday evening was baby Ty Ty, my nephew Tyler, yeah. and Kira, who is Leah's cousin's uh, engagement party. And it was great because I got to meet Kira's mom, Riri. Uh, there's also Mare Mare. And okay. then there's also Leah's mom, Marsha. Mm. I don't know why she didn't. Not Mar Mar. And then they have a cousin, Didi. So <laughs> Didi, Riri, Mare Mare, Marsha. <laughs> But I, I got, love how baby Tai Tai is baby Tai Tai. Right. You know, the ground, everybody hanging out. But uh, so I walk in with Leah because Joe was on his ROTC weekend and Rachel and Bella were going to the North Hills musical. So I walk in with my mother and Leah and we walk in and there's Riri. And I go, well, if it isn't Riri, she was like, hello. <laughs> I gave her a big hug and it was like at that exact moment I'm like I'm done with this lady <laughs> like, like, I don't want you to do a song and a dance but I thought we had a little something here we could have gone with meanwhile but... Marsh is the fun one yeah yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have the nickname she's the, she's the real fun one yeah but it was a very nice evening and it was a lot of fun and I really got to talk to Rich you guys know yeah. Rich and he was sporting the Air Force Ones with dark jeans and I said okay. he looked just like Dr. Okay. Drew yeah, you know he had the, his hair is basically white now, and he had the clear glasses on, and he's down a good bit of weight. Yeah, so he was down a good bit of weight the last time I saw yep. him. Yep, yeah, yep. All so, right. and then at the very end, they asked if I would uh, if I would officiate their wedding, which brought me darn near to tears. Yeah, it That's was awesome. it was so validating, so nice, so wonderful. You know, and I said, hey, we got to meet. You know, ideally five times. Like, would you want to Facetime? And I was like, no. <laughs> so we'll be back in June. I was like, all right, maybe I'll come down in May. In May. There you go. Take a little but, trip. Um, not that I can afford that, but anyhow. But it just it was really cool, and it was good family time, and it's fun hanging out with my brother. And um, yeah, it was just a really good celebration of life. That's it was awesome. a lot That's of beautiful. Fun. That is so got to fun. see Hunter. I haven't seen Hunter in a oh, minute. Man. Yeah, I was just thinking about him yesterday. I haven't seen him. In I pulled into too. the church, and there was a truck there, and I was like, oh, "Is that Hunter's truck?" And then I was like, "I haven't seen Hunter forever." Yeah, no, yeah, but it was a good time. So you know, Mike P. Mike P. was there. Mike P. Mike I haven't P. seen Mike P. in forever. No, it's been he's hanging Christmas. In there. He's hanging in there. Yeah. He's doing all right. all right. But you know the problem with Mike P. Mm. My man has been in a number 
of toxic relationships. Ah, I mean, and in fact, at one point, who was it? Somebody came up and they needed to talk to somebody. And they're like, and so they left to go call their spouse or whatever. And Mike went, oh, yeah, I was a lot like my last girlfriend. Only she never called. <laughs> Man. And he says it with such zeal. Um, you know, just there's such a certain way he says things. Self-deprecation, yeah. self-loathing. He has it perfected. He has yeah. it perfected so that you actually laugh at who it. Who was that? Don't remember who it was. But yeah, the person jumped and ran to the phone. And Mike <laughs> was like, yeah, except they never called. <laughs> but there was, well, let me go backwards half a step. Yeah. We really want to, sitting here at the table with all of you who join us week after week, to have more and more applications of what emotional needs are and how they portray and are displayed in a life. And so Eric brilliantly stumbled across the first time he was ever on Reddit and he found this question and I thought, we thought it would be a, a good idea to apply. So when you hear, okay, this relationship is toxic, we want to apply the emotional needs to it and say, okay, well, what emotional need is this person not getting or stealing? And, you know, those of you who have, been with us sit at the table you're aware of the top 10 emotional needs if you're not go back and you can listen to uh, the podcast where we talk about each and every one of them so as we go over these i thought that might be a good way to uh display what emotional needs are not being met right absolutely yeah all these can tie back to whatever i fig- i figured we'd kind of have like a off-the-cuff discussion as we as we talk through these i mean the the very littlest we can get out of this is being grateful that none of these are us oh my gosh and yeah. probably none of these are you listening at least i hope because these are pretty extreme but very possibly could have been and mm-hmm. yes uh it's it's crazy so the, fir- the first one on the list is uh, well, by the way, let's repeat real quick. Yes. This the Reddit question. Yes. Yeah, so the Reddit question is: What is a dead giveaway of a toxic relationship? And these are people responding to that question. Mike P would say one I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> he just calls them relationship. <laughs> the first one I marked down here is my fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. This is seventeen years from now for me. <laughs> like. I've already lived 40 years. Like, this would be almost half my life that I've already existed from now. Like, uh-huh. that boggles my mind that this guy's this old. Or her. No, him. Um, my 57-year-old colleague constantly has to send videos and pics of him working to his wife. So his wife has such a high need for security. Yeah, that one's easy. That she demands that he constantly send her pictures of him working. Is it just security though? I know, I know it like immediately like goes to security. Well, I certainly know. What else could it be? Cause like, he has zero need for respect. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. Dying. <laughs> I mean, what else could it be? I mean, there's, I mean, it's not affection. He's not sending I love yous from right. work. It's really right. nothing right. for her other than it's, she's it's not just seeing him. To yeah. let her know that he's at work and doing not his cheating job. On him. Her. Wow. Right. I mean, that's got to be what it is, right? Be it. Because, and or, maybe he's or, given her reason in the past, or yes, he has still, some other problem. It might not. I just might not be cheating. Maybe he has a gambling, gambling issue. Addiction. Yeah, right. and you can't do that from work. <laughs> maybe back. Well, I love it that I don't gamble at all. Oh. I'm like, I can get around that. I didn't even think of that though. It could, it could be like it could be like another addiction. Some other addiction. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. you're not at like a at like you may not be at a hotel. Maybe he you just know, doesn't the, go to work. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're not at a hotel with a prostitute, right. but maybe you're a hotel like just shooting up drugs. I don't know. Like, 
Oh, that's dark. I, it is, but like <laughs> maybe he chronically pulls heists. Oh, I, li- I like that. The one. Maybe he's like an heist. Ocean's yeah. Eleven kind of guy. Yeah. Well, now like, I kind of want him to be the Ocean's Eleven kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's bringing home the money, though, what's she caring exactly. about? Exactly. It's still. It's none, he mean, sends a picture of, it, of him like cracking a cracking a safe. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't say where. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm working. All right, come on. <laughs> Maybe he works in a strip joint. He's a male stripper, and she's like, "I just want to see pictures of you." <laughs> so it could be affection. It could be affection. Oh my gosh! Uh, I probably this. not. Probably not. It's got. <laughs> it's, it secure, it's secure. It could be. It's secure. It could be. <laughs> Maybe. Hold on. Maybe if we're gonna go down <laughs> the affection, <laughs> oh, go down the affection right. path. Do it. Maybe she. Maybe it excites her. when, oh, when he works. When he works, mm. yeah. She, you know, if she just sees him like dressed up and looking real nice for Friday night, she's like, whatever. Well, but like when she sees him cracking a safe, she's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> my- <laughs> well, it also doesn't say if he has pants on either. Oh wow! Here we go. <laughs> Well, where is he working that he's not? I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's risky. It could be a <laughs> that turns her on a proctology model, <laughs> <sighs> or a proctologist, and she's into that. She's like, I want proctology model. I like when you stick. <laughs> nope. I'm just. I'm just. Gonna, I hit the drop marker. I don't know what I'm gonna get out of that, but there's something there. There's something there. So this, ah. uh, this. So turn. Brian, why don't you take the next one? Because I feel like it's <laughs> so also, it's also we've, similar. We've decided it's affection. It, it, has, <laughs> it has to be. It's affection. more fun if it's affection. <laughs> <laughs> I found out the other week that my buddy has to send his girlfriend detailed notes with timestamps of legitimately everything he does while hanging out with the guys. Nine fourteen. Went down to the kitchen for a glass of water. Oh, my gosh. 9.15, stopped to pet the cats before heading upstairs. 9.18, made it back upstairs and sat on the right side of the couch. That is... We, there's not a bright side to that This one. is the worst one, because like, it, it, it's everything that we just mentioned of like security. Mm-hmm. But, man, like what you said earlier on, Jay, of like, this guy ha- has no need... For respect. No. It's a negative 10 mm-hmm. on the scale. He actually likes it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's right. Control me. Control me. Every one of my moves. <laughs> if you're going to put probably up like with a this... real hen pecking mom, helicopter mom. <laughs> He's not sure why he likes it, but he loves to report <laughs> into his wife. Oh, my gosh. She I... might have had some Girlfriend. problems in yeah. life. Yeah. I would think. Uh, yeah. and, and to bring. She may have been cheating on that, once or twice. Yeah. I was going to say, like. It might not even be a problem with him. Oh, I would say probably right? not. Because no. I think she would have either killed it's, him or... Mm-hmm. It's her. <laughs> well, no, meaning somebody... No, it's somebody else did something to her, and it may well, or may not be this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's her. Yeah. That is That was tough to read. I, I didn't see that one when I read through the comments originally, but man, that's... I wanted you that's to read a it, because you with you with a high need of respect. And wait, let's take it a step <laughs> oh. further, because I just reread it. Who yeah. for this guy? It's girlfriend. Right. It's he, not wife. He's gotten out. Like, you, dude, gone. Like, get out of there, buddy. Like, that's a lot of fish in the sea. Why are you being in control? But again, like you said, you know, maybe his past, his past hurts. He's fine with that. He's he's cool. My goodness. One partner always gets their way. Yeah. For me, they say, it was easier to bend over backwards than to deal with the whining and complaining mm-hmm. if I stood my ground. Easier, as they put it earlier, was in quotes because it was only easier in the short term. Long term made life hell. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the example is Michael and Jan from the office. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I put in uh, the in the parentheses up there mutual giving because we've talked about mutual giving a lot. Yeah, that's one of the uh, four mm-hmm. uh, uh, components of a successful relationship. Um, I mean, I had a toxic relationship before Rachel, and like their person said to me, "You always think you're right," and I said to them, "Well, yeah." Said, like, Doesn't everybody? I said you're welcome to tell me why you think I'm wrong. <laughs> I, said, I often say things. That I'm wrong, that I know I'm wrong for. <laughs> and I said, what kind of idiot would I have to be to be like, all right, I have this opinion, which I'm sure is wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh. But I do like that they've realized that, yeah, this, this worked in the short term, but it sure didn't work in the long run. Now for that person, they have, <clears throat> excuse me, a really big need for respect. The one who's demand, you know, that, that doesn't give in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Could also be security. Certainly yeah. acceptance, because they're like, well, I can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. So they're so afraid of being wrong that they have to be right. I feel like that's me to a certain extent. How so? Like, I feel that. Like, I, I don't want to be wrong yeah. because I don't want yeah, but you somebody will to be, be angry. Wrong. Right. But, like, I feel that. Like, I don't want to be wrong because I don't want to offend somebody or, you know, like that kind of thing. Well, like, yeah, I that's wanna... acceptance. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. But it doesn't manifest itself like it does with this person. Right. Right. All right. I think Michael and Jan from The Office is a great example. She would, like, make him sleep at the foot of the bed. <laughs> yeah. She would make him get, uh, I almost said circumcised. Uh, <laughs> snip, snap, snip, yeah. snap. And then undo it. Do you understand the emotional and physical pain? <laughs> Three vasectomies. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good show. Uh, the next one, this is, uh, yeah. If someone is always talking crap about their partner... Whenever they are not mm-hmm. together, I hate that. Or it's so uncomfortable. When to you guys me. talk to me all the time about your wives like that way, <laughs> it really makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, Jay, what were you gonna say? Or when they are there? Oh, oh yeah, just right in front of you. That yeah. is yeah. real awkward. Well, like Amy and I have talked about, like when when she's out with not our girls here, but like you know other other women and or or at work, you know whatever, and like the coworkers talking bad about their husband, like she's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable too when somebody talks bad one because like i have a high need of acceptance so like it makes me uncomfortable that anyone's not good yeah right (laughs) um but it makes me sad like like why would you talk about your spouse like that in front of somebody else you know like ugh. when i was um we were about to get married and we were both working at the same company um and i remember talking to a guy you know just randomly about um we're gonna get married and he starts talking about his wife, and he just kept calling her uh, the old ball and chain. Ah, yeah. And wow. like, it 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 made my heart hurt so bad. Like, yeah. you're, you're it's so sad. Not only, I mean, you, you get like, it you, now, you, you, but... may, you may <laughs> you may feel like that, but to actually verbalize yeah. it, you right. know, and and right. feel no shame about that. Ah, oh, the old ball and chain. Ah, uh, the wife. You know, like it it it, it does make you sad, and the, those are definitely triggers of people that are very dead inside of you know in that relationship. Yeah. Like they, they, they may be, be at bare minimum dead inside to the relationship, you know, and there, there's probably a lot of other hurts, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's disturbing. There was a couple that I knew that had been around forever. Everybody knew them and they would just sarcastically, never with anger, but sarcastically go at each other 
time and time again. And it was right around the time where I was learning all this. And I was like, well, that does not match up with what I've been taught. And I'm like, well, I guess for some people, because they've been married for 20, 30 years. And I'm like, for some people, yeah, I guess it works. You know, mm. I guess. And now they're divorced now. <laughs> so I guess it didn't work. Mm. There was in the in the uh, Reddit thread, there was a comment underneath this one that said, like, which we've we've said before, like, it's good. You, you need somebody or, or, or a group of friends or, you know. It's healthy to vent sometimes. Oh, sure. And it's healthy, you know, you need oh, to talk. Yeah. And you can do it respectfully. Right. But yeah, the key words are always talking crap. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we did it tonight. <laughs> I'm just seeing which of the spouses listen. <laughs> <laughs> we all looked at each other like, wait, what are you talking oh, about? I, they'll <laughs> be like, well, you aren't. And that, that was the most awkward like, half second of silence. <laughs> I know what we're talking we'll about. We'll see what happens when we get home. <laughs> Uh, the next one on the list is I'll tell you who's not in trouble that's me (laughs) (laughs) me neither Um, inability to take a step back listen and analyze the other person's point and actually come to a conclusion during a conflict it's a little wordy it's a little highbrow it's we're looking for more like it's another way of saying um, oh now dang it um, nobody talk while eating I know man it makes for good radio no it's seeking each other's understanding like that's uh, yeah. like that was my example when I looked at that I was like and this can go in any relationship whether it's spouse wife boyfriend girlfriend coworker. like trying to seek understanding is very very important Jay I dare say that's not toxic that's 90% of the relationships that I'm aware of <laughs> mm. Uh well okay that's a good point yeah so the person that wrote this, or... toxic but the person that wrote this sure, what sure. do you think they have a high need of respect <laughs> I, I mean there, there's definitely a respect aspect in there if you can't if you can, eh, I don't know maybe not no I'm with you <laughs> I would say it's respect I, I think I think there's some respect in I there. think it's also belonging that do you value me enough as your boyfriend or husband or whatever he is yeah do you want my input you don't. So you don't value me in yeah. my role in your life, but also support as far as let me help you through life. What what they're saying is the other person says, no, it's my way. And right. also comfort. Oh, there's no comfort. They're not joining them no. in anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, it ain't toxic. It's just broke. It's, co- not, it's not as effective as it could be. Yeah. What? This way of doing things. It's not as effective as no, it could be. No, but I mean, I, th- I think a lot of couples run into that. I mean, how many people do you know? Outside of people who sit at the table, can be objective. take a step back, yeah. listen, analyze the other person's point, mm-hmm. and come to a conclusion, not only after a conflict, mm-hmm. no, they write down during a conflict. Eh, they're probably psychologists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rachel and I have worked very hard mm-hmm. to get to the point to be able to do that during a conflict. Yeah. Well, Amy and I have had some big fights over the years, oh. but we uh, have never had the kind of fight where... Like you're just you're you're slamming door. Well, I shouldn't say that we've slammed doors. Uh, you are, but you're slamming the door on each other. Speaking of not resolving during the conflict, but like for days. Like I've heard these like stories of people who like, mm-hmm. okay, well we're just we're going through a spell where we're just we're not talking to each other. Right. We're not we're like literally not interacting. Mm-hmm. Right. For days and days and days. Yeah. And then you end up in the grocery store. I'm just saying we didn't need jelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing fights. So you're saying you haven't experienced that? Have not, but like no. have heard. Oh, sure. Like 
true stories of that. Oh, yeah. Like, and yeah. It, it just, it wows me. Like, even before I knew anything about emotional needs and how to, you know, <laughs> seeking understanding and all you know, these things we talk about, like, <laughs> like, I just would have an inability to go on what, you know, knowing that my partner is angry with me for an extended period of time. So you felt you you felt grieved in that and you needed to make it right yeah. even though you didn't necessarily know how to right. do emotionally right. like yeah. we are. Yeah. So you, I guess I'm just saying it wows me that people can go through a conflict mm-hmm. and just be like, nope, shut down for days. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I don't. Nope, we're done. So let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Cuz I feel the same way. Like not like soft on us. Wow. Well, I I don't think I've slammed a door because of Amy. I've I'll tell you I've slammed a door because of Maggie. I'll tell you that. Well, kids are off the table. They're the worst. Um but Chris, do you know what your highest emotional needs are? Respect. Yeah. Do you have a sense of belonging? Yes. And that might be why because like you can't go any longer right than a day without and, being. And if she can, yeah. If she can go two or three days, you don't, you don't respect me enough that you mm, want to yeah. resolve right. this. You're right. fine without me, right? Right. Mm. And she, these people have no sense of belonging. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like <laughs> all respect. Like I'm not giving in until you give me the respect, right? You know that kind Absolutely. of. Thing. And they're also their islands, <clears throat> like, right? Whatever, right? It's fine. Oh, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Well, it goes back to <laughs> when, when Rachel and I were dating, and I got so mad. We'd sort of had an argument. At an Eaton Park, and I said, I am not going to initiate our next conversation. And we went 45 <laughs> minutes sitting in silence, and she didn't know. I can't uh-huh. believe you sat 45 <laughs> minutes at Eaton Park. It's an amazing story. Eaton Park. <laughs> they don't even have a beer at Eaton Park. <laughs> I've heard that story before, but it's every, great every, every time. time. Every time. I can just picture her. <laughs> we didn't even have like that kind of cell phone back then. I was going to say, did you have a phone? Nope. Oh my gosh. That's. <laughs> I was dying. Did you ask the the, the waitress for? Uh, oh, waiter? she and I went out, and made out. Me and the waitress. I mean, I, was like, I needed something. Like, can I get a kids menu so I can do the maze and the word search? <laughs> Crayon, two packs. Please. <laughs> can we do a lot of coloring here? Uh, Wait. Yeah. Also, and this may be just a different one. Uh, Rachel and I were working with a couple, and the woman said, "You know, he the 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 husband." And or significant other. I don't know if they were married, but they, you know, he was like, yeah, well, at least, I, you know, I don't call you whatever she had called him. And like, we both turned and looked at the woman like you said that. And the woman looked at Rachel. She goes, well, you know how, like when you're mad and you just start swearing at him, and you, you just say things like that. <laughs> and Rachel's like, no, she's like, I've, I've never sworn yeah. at Jay once. I don't, I don't think either of us have ever raised our voices. And this poor lady was like, Oh, okay. Okay. You've never mother effed him to his face. Well, it does sound almost unbelievable. I mean, maybe not the mother effing part, but like, you guys have never yelled. That's a, uh, no, that is kind of maybe amazing. We have raised our voice twice, maybe three. It's one of those things where like, you know, cause actually tonight, like I had, I had a moment where like there was too many things going on in the house. Things like one of, one of my pet peeves. Is things in the way? Oh well, I just wanted to get to the. You're a well-adjusted human being. (laughs) I just wanted to get to the corner of the dining room where we have our coffee station and put the clean mugs that I'm taking out of the dishwasher, and you know, taking them back to the rack that we keep them on. And there's just stuff in the way, and I was just like, 
why are we doing this? Like, why? why? And I wasn't yelling at Amy. I was yeah, yelling at the situation. Different. Right. Yeah. It's just different. But like, Depending on her need for security. Well, and I had to remind her, I'm not mad at you. I'm like, we just got to figure out how to do, like, how to put the well, stuff that was there. I am not at liberty to say. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it wasn't me. It's confidential. It wasn't me. It been Maggie, but it wasn't. It, it, you know? You I'm got just a lot saying. of grandparents in this house. A you lot of know. them. Yeah. They move stuff. <laughs> so, you know. Well, Chris, to your point though, um, or your point about Jay, the the woman's just like you know, it's just. I think so many people do come from um, those environments. Like I know for me, when I got married, you know, I came from a family we yelled, like we yelled at each other. I and it was just kind of a normal. How thing. long before Lex let you know? That's, That's not how we do things. Very quickly, <laughs> and she did it extremely gently, but. Yeah, she's gentle. But but how many how many couples come together from those, you know, each of them are coming from a background like that and it's just accepted. It's just right. the way things are. Well, and to a degree, I want to mm. be fair, I'm not saying if you raise your voice and yell, inherently that is a toxic relationship. Correct. Uh, I don't think it's the like best way to go. You can be passionate, go. just don't. Right. I, I'm not saying it's the best way to go mm-hmm. about things, but that in, in and of itself, I think the mother effing and everything else, mm-hmm. it could still not be toxic, but it's still not productive. Right. Mm-hmm. There's another comment a little down the list that um, goes right off of that. It says, having a partner in a relationship who insists that you have to fight, otherwise you're not passionate about it. Mm. I've never had to. De- the person says I've never had to deal with that personally. I've been married to my partner for eight years, but when I heard a friend say this to me, I was mortified for her relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, those relationships you have to fight almost to make yourself. Hey, this relationship's alive. There's something here. Like mm-hmm. that. That's kind of a weird. You know that that's a, that's a that's a tough thing. I don't relate to that at all. Uh, <laughs> the next one on the list. Someone who does not let you have a life outside of the relationship and gets upset when you when you see friends or ho- or do huh. hobbies like you like or sorry <laughs> let me start over. Someone who does not let you have the life outside of the relationship and gets upset when you see friends or do hobbies you like, even if you make time for them. I definitely thought it was said hobbits <laughs> or do hobbits. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I see you reading Tolkien again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they don't let you have a life outside. Hey, I want to go hang out with my motorcycle buddies. You you can't. Well, and you know. I feel like that happens a lot in our life. I, we, motorcycle buddies. Yeah, Brian, I don't know why. Brian has no motorcycle buddies. The guys at a motorcycle club. She now he can't go. Uh, yeah, that's, I know that's what, what it is. It, yeah. it was your choice to describe <laughs> it. it was, I don't know why. I don't. I don't have a motorcycle. But we all know that guy or that girl that like they're not around anymore. Mm. And you hang out with the boys and she's there. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And that sounds like it could be it could be belonging. Oh. Like she wants to know that you are like she belongs that if he has a relationship with friends outside of her romantic right. relationship that somehow that means her romantic relationship isn't as valuable or as secure as it could be. Yeah, mm-hmm. or that she should belong in that other relationship like why aren't I there to, like you should sure. be taking or, me everywhere. Right. right. Why am I not good enough for you that you have to go out and do these other things with other yeah. people? Sounds like security too. Yeah. Sounds security. like belonging, belonging and security. A lot of that coming up tonight which is interesting. But to that end I would like to point out it's when one person feels that way because for example tommy and jan 
went, I think it was something like 20 years where they saw each other every day and they do everything together. They go everywhere together. Tommy, my brother, for those of you who aren't all that table savvy. And when Rachel and I first started dating, like we were going to a concert, but I was going with my friends and she was going with her friends Mm -hmm. and they were like, you're not going together though. Right. And I'm like, no, we're not going together. Like, no, you're going together. I'm like, no. I'm like, how are you not going together? And I'm like, she's going to be there with her friends. So my point is they were like this, but they wanted to be like this. And both of them were like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not toxic. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Rachel and I were like, whatever. Right. right. Well, even like, you know, when we talk about, like, I want Amy to go have girl time and she wants me to go have guy time. Right. You know, because like we both need it very much. Right. And there's still a balance that you have to keep, though, of continuing to come together, you know, in that relationship in a healthy way. Um, but to like, I don't know how people and all due respect to Tom and Jan, I don't get that, you know, and, and right at the beginning of our relationship, um, you know, Lex and I had a conversation where we both said we need, we need our own time. You know, we, cause I mean, we were, we were tight. We were just like in love and, you know, and, um, but we were both like, even here, we know that we need to get away and have our own time to do things. And it was, it was important to lay that out then. Um, so yeah, I think, I think you can have a healthy balance of all of that for sure. Break up, make up, break up, make up, oh, yeah. rinse and repeat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It never seems like it works out. And that's a younger relationship issue. Not that that makes it invalid. I'm just saying that's not. Well, I mean, if you get married, divorced, married, divorced with the same person, I think that doesn't work either. Does that happen? People do? Oh, sure. Okay. Not often. You said that so. Like, oh, sure. (laughs) All of my experience. (laughs) Yeah, right? Amy and I are on our well, fifth no, marriage I mean, together. Just like, hey, I'm in this club where. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I'm debating in my head: is that toxic or is it just not working? Like, I mean, you know, we're looking at the yeah. term toxic. Yeah, that's true. But you know, there was another couple that I met with, and I told them, "Look, you both need counseling for different reasons. Individual, intense counseling that I'm not able to give you. <laughs> what? It's just a lot. Individual, intense." <laughs> Well, I wasn't laughing when I said it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Woo! You guys. Wow. Right. Let me break this down. But I said lovingly that you both have been hurt very terribly in the way you were raised. And you have to get individual counseling. Or I said, it's not going to work. I said, you know, once you guys have both gone through counseling, then back together, I can work with you. Mm-hmm. I said, but here's the thing. You don't have to do it. It's okay. Who am I? I'm nobody. So, but let me guarantee you something. Not only in their own relationship, are they going to continue to fight, break up, get back together, fight, break up, get back together. You might eventually break up and then you're going to find somebody else. But because of your hurts and your hurts, whoever you're going to find, you're going to just keep doing this with that next person. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's just more indication of a, almost a toxic individual more than a toxic relationship. Because mm. the, And there's really nothing to identify in terms of em, an emotional need with like that description, what they're putting. Because why know? are they breaking up? Right, exactly. <laughs> like what is the need that, you know. There was it. another comment on the Reddit thread that said something like, 
uh, it might have even been a comment on this uh, makeup breakup makeup breakup, and it said, um, "I, you know that 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 always seems to happen to me. Maybe I'm the problem." Yeah, like, and, and you got to figure there, out what there is, is some self analysis that needs to happen. That's yeah. why you should go to lunchtimeinrome.com and take the emo- the relational needs questionnaire. Nice mm-hmm. plug. I nice. love that guy. Said maybe it's me. Oh, buddy, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that situation, can it be one person or is that two people? If you've that- been in, and and you mean in one specific, well, breakup, one makeup, the, makeup, one makeup, is breakup, the, makeup. the other is makeup. <laughs> Uh, so like no, I would say they're no, both I'm involved. Just saying, in that person's right. case, the fa- if you've had multiple you know situations like this, you're you are at least the problem. Mm-hmm. In one individual couple, it's on both of them. If it's makeup, breakup, makeup, breakup, because mm-hmm. they're they're either breaking up or making up or both, right? And you have to disengage from that. The only thing I could peg it back to from a emotional needs perspective is would be acceptance and belonging. Like you know, you're all I got. You're my right. only choice, and I, I need that sense of belonging. So let's get back together. Sure. You know? And it gets back. I mean, why are they? They keep breaking up in the first place. Like mm-hmm. it gets back to the whole not seeking understanding, not listening to to the other person's perspective. Oh, it's just easy. Well, let's just break up. Yeah. Uh, next one on the list. When they say we need to work on our communication, but every time you bring anything up, they get mad and start an argument. There's so many, like, what am I trying to say? The communication. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, it, it, it is such a, like, a broad word. Like, there's so many. Yes. This is the, this is the reason why I steps brought this one up. Because I've heard a lot of people in relationships, and even Amy and I have had this discussion, you know, prior to emotional needs and whatnot, of, we just need to communicate better. We just need to communicate better. Right. And there was a comment and said, this, how are we going to work on communication if I don't even feel comfortable bringing things up? Because when I do, it's a fight. And I feel like, you know, yeah, you need to communicate, but you don't know, if you don't know, like, what emotional needs are, you don't know what to communicate. You don't know what to say, like, what you need. Like, I need, I need your encouragement. Mm-hmm. I need your support. You have no vocabulary. You have mm-hmm. nothing to go by. So, like, there's nothing to communicate. You're like children. Right. Yeah. It, you really are. And, like, and that's, again, that's exactly why I brought this one up because nobody knows how to communicate their emotional needs or recognize what their partner's emotional needs are. Right. And maybe their partner knows, <laughs> like, well, yeah, okay, we need to communicate better. But, but what do we need to communicate? Right. Better? But every time they say something, it, inflames the the issue right it's because the wrong they're, way right. of communicating because their needs yeah. are not getting met yeah when i think too a lot of times if you don't know like the principles of forgiveness if you don't know the principles of grace you know it can like you know that you need to do something but it makes it a whole heck of a lot easier to have those conversations Yes, when when you know emotional needs, but also when you do understand things, grace, mercy, forgiveness, you know, and, and pursuing peace. And I think a lot of people just have no language for that either. Mm-hmm. And I think very often you get a backlog of hurts. And so, okay, you want to talk about this issue at hand right now, 
Okay, but then it reminds me of the time you, you know, so I'm about to apologize for this, but then I remember when you did that, 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 and that. Well, mm -hmm. how am I supposed to mm -hmm. apologize for this? And then, so I have to bring one of those up. Well, the other person doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, you just get this, you know, compilation stack, of hurt. hurts. Yeah. So either you break up or you don't and you just get dead inside mm -hmm. and then you lack intimacy in the relationship. Yeah. I've, I've been guilty of that, like bringing up things of the past. Well, you need to, just not in the current not conflict. Not in the current conflict. Yeah, no, right. That's that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's more of like it's it's like the lawyer the the you know, the lawyer of it. Like the you know, they you know, the plaintiff brings this evidence, so then you know, then they bring this evidence, you know, to combat that and it's back and forth. Which yeah. is not healthy. No. <clears throat> what do you guys think of this? Um this person says, I've learned that some people need conflict in their lives. I cannot stand those types. My sister is actually one of them. And while we still keep in touch, I try to avoid spending more than a few hours with her. Max. Maximum. Not, 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 <laughs> signed, not signed the name Max, but a few hours max with her with their sister. I, yeah, I don't like that. I think it's true, though. I think there's people that have never had peace. Um and again, you know, they've they've come from homes or other relationships where it's just it's not a normal thing. And so to them, the conflict is a normal thing. You know, it goes back to I got to we got to fight because it makes me feel passionate and it makes me feel alive or something. It makes me feel like we're engaged and not being able to find peace in just, you know, existing with each other and 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 like that is i think it's i think there are people out there like that and i think it stems to a lack of understanding peace yeah well there's there's also like the element i have a family member um not like a direct family member but they love uh and they they use the word conflict right mm -hmm. the i would put it more of like they like to create like a controversial drama yeah mm -hmm. like conversation oh, yeah. like they'll drop like mm -hmm. a grenade in the middle of the room and it's like why why yeah. Yeah. why did you have to bring that up like and with my high need of acceptance i was I'm gonna like, say i don't i don't want anything I, need for I go back to the buffet and eat my feelings you know because like <laughs> a contrarian <laughs> a contrarian i have an uncle that's a that's a contrarian a yeah. contrarian i mean there's there's people that will specifically drop bombs this guy just likes to Hey, the sky's blue. It's so so blue today. Oh, no, it's not blue. What'd you, what'd like, you have for lunch? I had a cheeseburger. No, you didn't. You didn't have a cheeseburger. <laughs> like, yes, I did. Contrarians, contrarians get under my skin. Yeah, so bad. It's like everybody's having. Yeah, yeah, they're not that bad. I know. <laughs> they don't. You're right, Jay. Yeah. Oh, like good I was like everybody was having a good time until now. Like, why'd you have to do that? Uh, yeah, that's what are those people seeking? Like, what is attention? That? Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. That is a uh, an emotional need. Very good. <laughs> I mean, it, welcome to the table. It's the what? But what do we call it? It's the the black sheep. The uh, it is. Yeah, it's the it one is. that nobody thinks is becoming. I guess of someone. Well, because it gets a oh attention or you know like it gets that connotation right. of, of right. It's a family show drama, right? you know. But attention really is a lot more than than just that. Yeah. I would say when somebody's emotional needs are so great and so immeasurable that the other person can never meet them, that that becomes the point where it's a toxic relationship. Mm. Mm. Ooh, how about this? Speaking of, 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off mid-sentence if you were. Please. I have one more example. And it's a little extreme, speaking of so like one person. does this have anything to do with what I just said? Yeah. Oh, then go. I think so. So she says, this is a tough one for me currently. So it's her current relationship. I have a generally very loving and kind boyfriend. Mm. But when we fight, he just always fights really mean. And he keeps saying, I make him yell. I make him this oh, and well, that. Oh, well, he's abusive. He really freaks out, throws things, mm. hits himself on the head, quite, <laughs> quite literally foams out of his mouth because he's so Generally, angry. Generally, it's a good relationship, though. And he can't seem to take responsibility for his behavior. I love him very much and want us to work, yeah. but sometimes I'm scared we might not be able to make it. That sounds terrifying. I mean, he may not kill her at some point in time, right? but he probably will. Or oh. that's a very articulate three-year-old that is typing from uh, preschool. <laughs> oh. preschool. Or, or dog. Uh. Or dog, right? It's a very high-level dog that uh-huh. sees the other one foaming at the <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Jeez, paws, that's horrible. Just, for her to say generally very loving generally and kind. Generally pretty good. I mean, he hits I himself mean, in the head. Apparently, that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, maybe that's so, only uh, foams at one the hour a day or I something. I just try not to get him mad. I don't say anything to him. Yeah. Like, how could I that even go opinions. on? You know? Sounds yeah. pretty tough. He foams at the mouth and hits himself. I can't remember how that tied into what you were saying, but I feel like one, pers- one person's, I don't know how it does either, <laughs> how one person's emotional needs are so great that the other person can't satisfy them. Yeah. So whose emotional needs are so great in that story? Oh, um... <laughs> Well, I guess his, because he's spazzing out because he's not getting anything, right? right? His well, are more important to him, I guess, because like, it sounds like she can't do anything. What's his need for acceptance? So he can't be wrong, so he flips out. Okay. But I'm what I'm talking is in general. Yeah. Like, across the board, whatever your emotional needs are, no matter what, they can't meet them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm speaking from experience, not Rachel, um, where like, you know, no matter what you do, it's, yeah, but uh, yeah. if you just would have uh, done this. Mm-hmm. And you're just, and then either you get mad and foam at the mouth, right? Or you're like, oh, I'm the worst and yeah. I'm terrible. You know, it goes all the way back to, and I've I've told the story before. You know, I was dating this person, and second reference in the at the table tonight, Rich DeFazio picked me up, and he goes, you know, how are things? I'm like, ah, you know, I kind of screwed up. Why? Oh, well, you know, we were Thanksgiving over at her uncle's, and I was spending too much time watching football with her uncle and cousins, and I wasn't spending enough time with her and her aunt and in the kitchen and rich just looked at me he's like are you serious i was like no he goes you were at her families and her cousins and her uncles and you were spending time with her uncle and on thanksgiving on thanksgiving and that was wrong he goes you know it doesn't have to be that way and i was like it doesn't have to be that way <laughs> and then we broke up <laughs> you and rich defazio yeah Poor rich. Uh, we're still together <laughs> we're still he's looking good these law. days <laughs> he's looking real good these days you guys uh, Same relationship, but it's one of my favorite lines ever. She didn't want anything for a very big celebration. Don't buy me anything. Okay. Okay. So instead, I was in college. I bought her golf clubs because she used to not like it when I went golfing with other people. So I bought her golf clubs. She said, I don't want anything. Got her golf clubs. She was irate that I would give her such a selfish gift as that, that it wasn't a gift for her. It was a gift for me. When meanwhile, the only way it was a gift for me was you'd, you'd get off my ass. More time together. And then a week later, I said to Uncle Rick, I said, you know, she never asked me to stop golfing or to choose between golf and her. I said, so, but if she does, I don't think she would like the answer. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> so between the rich and the Rick thing, well, well, 
But those are that was a very toxic relationship. So yeah. what did what did you do with the golf clubs? <laughs> I don't remember. I think she kept them. <laughs> she kept them anyways. Yeah. Probably sold them. I wrote down one more that's a, that I thought was a healthy example. Of a toxic that, relationship? No, it was somebody. It was somebody. <laughs> I mean, the, you when, know, he when really you, got his woman in check. When you want to, when you want to have a toxic relationship, this, this is, is the, the model. One. This is the model. A number one, the toxic relationship. Go, Chris. It was somebody tr- commenting, trying to help, uh, but they said, "Why?" Sorry. <laughs> Somebody on Reddit's like, oh, thanks for the help. I'm going to be okay now. Well, some people, there were other comments yeah, on there that were that just conversation. Nobody yeah. can follow Reddit. You have no idea. Anyway, <laughs> she said, my husband and I always start a fight, in quotes, which is really just a conversation, she's saying, uh, with this sentence. This is you and me versus the problem, not me versus you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds a little cheesy, but I think that's a really cool, like, just set that up ahead of time mm-hmm. as a way to... to yeah, establish a boundary that's you know that we're on the same team because there is a way to do conflict resolution and you know that that's a, a right. pretty decent way to start that yeah <laughs> well no, going back to the example before uh you know i'm just, not saying amy put the the object in the way of the of the coffee maker <laughs> but there's a problem and we got to fix the problem <laughs> This is you and me versus the problem. No, first of all, let's identify the problem. Well, there's something in front of the coffee maker. How did it get there? You and I got to figure this out. Do we you don't have any ideas. To, you got any ideas? We don't have to talk about how it got there. We just got to talk about how to get it out of there. You and me versus the problem, and the problem's you. So it's you and me versus you. <laughs> so how are we going to get this done? <laughs> it's you and me versus you. <laughs> now, do you want to talk to you, or do I have to talk to you? I'm against you. You're against you. Clearly. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. Glad Chase. we had this talk, honey. Uh, and that's how we're going to end episode 197. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Mm, getting that torque happening. Where is he working that he's not working? <laughs> I don't pants? know. Maybe he's, maybe he's risky. She would make him get, uh, I almost said circumcised. <laughs>